0: You have all made it to the dance. You have all made it, made it, made it. Coming to you from the X Access. It's John of All Trades with your host, John X. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the John of All Trades podcast, episode three fifty six. Your host, John X. Thank you for joining us. Glad to have you back once again. And back you are, back I am. It feels like it's been a while here, hasn't it? I haven't done much on this platform. I haven't done much on this page. And that has been, I would say, an intentional choice. Because it's been a weird, weird summer. And where to begin here? I'm not really sure. Uh, Let's start at maybe the most obvious place. Because... I was sort of tapering off John of All Trades for a long time anyway. And the reason for that was in September of 22, I co-launched the Happy Friday podcast with Kevin Batstone and Arthur Ra and put a lot into that. I mean, that, that was a weekly show that was heavily written. That was a lot of researching. That was a lot of coordination. There was a video element to it. I mean, it was a whole consuming thing. And put a lot into it, and it didn't work out the way that I hoped it would work out. Left that show in July. The very last show we did was July 29th, I believe it was, or July 28th, something like that. And it's funny because when I left, and by the way, first of all, let's just do this. There's no bad blood there. Like, there was no messy breakup, no nothing. I wasn't getting creative fulfillment from the show Like I said, it didn't turn out the way that I wanted it to. We weren't creating the show that I was excited about creating anymore. And those guys are still doing it. They changed it to Happy Friday America, and I hope they find the audience that they deserve. But we just simply weren't really on the same page creatively and in the ways that we were structuring the show and so on and so forth. And so I decided to leave. I essentially just said to them, like, hey, guys, I don't want to do the show anymore. I want to leave. Here's why. They accepted, that was it, we set an end date, and we moved on. It was, in terms of the way these things can go, it was about as clean and professional as it gets. And I'm always grateful for them, uh, for that reason. But even when you do end something, and you do it for the right reasons, and this was very much for the right reasons, at least as far as I was concerned, it still stings. Like, it still puts you down, because it didn't work out the way you hoped, it didn't work out the way you wanted, it didn't work out the way you thought. And so I go, you know what? I'm just going to keep my head low. I'm going to just focus on the work. I'm going to do whatever it is that I do when I'm not being as in public. So between July, so like the end of July and now, which we sit about a week before Thanksgiving, I did an episode with a guy who created Master Talk, wrote a blog post about what does a podcast producer even do? I wrote my annual birthday mix, which uh, I turned 42 and then uh, talked to a guy who created fireless cremation. That was a good episode. Wrote about my surgery twice and then had a guy who ran a hundred mile race on my show. But that was it. I mean, for John of all trades, that's it. And that's a low, low level of activity for me. But here's the fucked up part. Because right after I left Happy Friday, I did two days on KOA again. So KOA News Radio here in Denver. Basically, when one of their hosts leaves, they will sometimes invite me to fill in. I did two days there. It's three hours of radio each day to fill. That means I'm booking something like nine, six guests, maybe. I think it's, yeah, it's like six guests. It's writing fucking like 18 segments a day. It's a lot. I mean, like if you're going to do it right, and I don't want to go there and just step on my dick. Like, if you want to do it right, you got to put some work and some forethought into it and some planning. And so I very much did that. Uh, But beyond that, I just sort of laid low. And it was nice. It was nice not really having to think about this stuff very much and not having to be on and not having to think about how I'm structuring a show for a change. Because, I mean, it's a lot. And when you have eight other shows that you're producing, as I do, you know, you've got to focus on the work that pays you the most first. And so I go, you know what? I'm going to take this time for myself. I'm going to refill the well a little bit, and we'll just go from there. Now, also, having surgery will fuck you up in that regard because it kind of demands all of your time, all of your thoughts, all of your energy. Because I, having never had surgery, I was pretty worried about it. But when I, a lot of times my brain and my feelings live in my fingers. And so when I write those out, I feel better. And so the day before my surgery, I wrote that blog post about how scared I was and how I didn't like going to the doctor because they make you step on the scale. And I'm a fucking wiener when it comes to that. Came to find out I'm far from alone in that regard, which is always nice. Anytime you can discover that humanity is on your side and that you're not crazy, that's always of value, right? So... Happy Friday ends. I'm in a I'm in a lull and I say to myself, I don't even want to be on anyone's show. Like outside of doing KOA, you haven't heard shit from me. Like my voice, my writing, nothing. But as inevitably happens, I started getting the itch again. And more importantly than that, I was suffering from a little bit of creative burnout. You know, I produce the shows that I produce and I love the people that I work with, but occasionally like any job it just becomes like a grind. And the hard thing for me is I know I can outwork just about anyone. If I put my mind to it and if I get motivated, I will outwork anyone. That's not a problem. I did that in corporate. I have a successful business here that I've had for, Jesus, eight and a half years. So I know how to do that. What I'm not as good at is taking care of the creative process because that is a little bit harder I realized, and I think I wrote this, what people are paying me for is not necessarily my technical chops. Like, I have good technical chops. I will get your thing sounding professional. I'll make sure it's checking all the boxes. But that's like a requirement, right? That's like a pre-requirement. What they're actually paying for is my sensibility and my passion and my enthusiasm and my ideas. And they just weren't flowing. Nothing was coming. Nothing was happening. And I was just sort of grinding and slogging through things. I got to the point where emails would come in, any email. I'm like, oh, Christ, what now? You know, which is a terrible, terrible place to be mentally. And like a true professional, I shake it off and I go, all right, no, this is fine. Like, this is doable. This is part of the fucking job, guy. Okay, so maybe do that. Focus on that. But I needed to get there faster. And I go, how do I do that? And it's counterintuitive. It's kind of like when you're at your lowest point. When you think to yourself, like, nobody gives a shit about me, nobody likes me, no one would care if I weren't here. I mean, that's taking this to its nth degree, to its logical extreme. But the vibe is very similar. The way you get out of that is get the fuck outside your own head and help someone else or do something else. Counterintuitively with creativity, you've got to find a creative project that lights your fire. And in my case, I needed one I wasn't doing for money. I needed one that I wasn't doing with other people. Just me doing something for the pure joy of creation. And so I'm not quite ready to announce it yet, but I've got a giant blog series coming. It's going to be 50 articles. It's going to be once every weekday for 10 weeks. Literally, for two and a half months, you're going to get a fresh article from me Monday through Friday. And I've written, I think, 10 of them now. And I really, really like where it's going. I think I'm doing some of my strongest writing I've ever done. And here's the thing. I hope people read it. I hope people enjoy it. But this is for me. And that's one thing I've learned in taking care of yourself as an entrepreneur and a professional creative. If you are not nurturing and taking care of that creative side of you, then you are going to burn out and you're not doing right by your clients either. In order to take care of them, you have to take care of yourself. It's been a hard, hard lesson to learn here. And that's maybe been the theme of 2023. Been losing some weight this year, which has been really, really nice. Been going to the gym, been doing well at that. Like I said, went to the doctor a ton. uh, and, And I'm getting my sleep apnea more or less cured because fucking here's the deal. Let's talk about this now. So had the surgery to fix my deviated septum. That is really something. Literally, like, is this how you two nostril freaks have been breathing this whole time? Because it's almost pornographic, the amount of oxygen that I feel like I'm getting into my lungs and, like, passing through my nasal cavities. Like, it's going through my left side in a way that I have never, ever experienced. Now, I want you to abstractly imagine this. Those of you who haven't had this surgery or never had this problem, it's a real kind of B.C., versus ad moment right so like the way we measure time you know through the birth of christ but like you've been living one way for in my case 42 fucking years and then immediately after that you now have something as fundamental as breathing now changed breathing the way you breathe is different it's hard to wrap your head around it it really is. It's crazy. So thrilled with the surgery. Love it. My surgeon, a genius, and a really good guy, too. I adore seeing him, which is a good thing because here we go again. I am having yet another surgery coming up next week. That's right. Two days before Thanksgiving, I am getting what's called the Inspire implant implanted subcutaneously. It's this weird thing. It's almost like a pacemaker, kind of, but... It's like a little battery pack, and then you activate it with a remote control. When you activate it, 30 minutes later, it sends nerve impulses to the base of your tongue and moves your tongue back to the proper location so that you're no longer obstructing your airway and, in my case, losing oxygen fucking like 55 times an hour, sometimes getting my pulse oxygen level down to like 54%, which is really, really not great, Bob. (laughs) Um, Holy fuck. He told me that and I'm like, wow, yeah, that sounds like I might be dying every night. And so I have no interest in tasting death anymore, apparently, um, because I couldn't stick my head in the fucking sand anymore when it came to my health. So here we go. I got another surgery next week. I'm not exactly what you might call thrilled about it, but I'm also like going in willing and ready and happy. Like, let's do this. Let's make this happen. Let's take care of this fucking thing once and for all. And my God. I cannot think how exciting this must be for my wife, who has lived, lied, laid, lived. What the fuck am I trying to say? Who has slept next to my loud snoring ass here for the last, oh, Jesus, I don't know, 19 years. Uh, We haven't lived together that long, but that's when we started dating. And I imagine I snored just as much back then as I do now. And so the idea that I'm not going to be snoring anymore, that I'm going to be breathing correctly... I mean shit dude what a christmas gift that'll be. And so I I cannot wait to see what's ahead. I cannot wait to see how sleep is different now. If breathing's different, sleep is going to be different too. And I feel like I sleep fine. I feel like I sleep really well. But the promise and the what's the word I'm looking for here? optimism of having that evolve and having that change for the better is just really, really cool. And so I kind of just want it to be over because, I mean, it's surgery. No one likes going into surgery. But more than that, it feels like a whole life change. And, man, that is what this year has been. And so that's why I felt it necessary to kind of check back in because, one, I'm having that surgery. That's the holidays. Two, I'm working on this giant blog series that I will reveal more about as soon as I'm ready. That I imagine maybe December. Yeah, probably early December. And then three, like I'm energized again. And what's weird is, like, out of the fucking sky has fallen a bunch of people soliciting me to be on my show. Like, literally, I'm getting just cold pitches from people I've never heard of. And they're pitching me great guests, too. It's crazy. I'm like, yeah, all right. Yeah, come on my show. And so. We're going to get the interview train going again because I also realized I miss interviewing people. I love sitting down with people. I love learning about them. I love asking them pointed questions and you know, having them think in an engaged way about something that maybe they think about a lot, but they don't have anyone asking them the right questions. I feel like I ask great questions and I'm excited to get back to that. So, saying all that, I also it like it also bears mention that I'm kind of all over the place, but you've come to expect that here with this shit. Uh, I'm now guesting on podcasts once again, too. So Jeff Morton, uh, the CSG Network podcast, or maybe just the CSG podcast. I I can't remember the exact name of it. I was on his show talking about the Nuggets. We were remembering some guys. We talked about 90s reality shows. It was great. Every time I sit down with Jeff, I'm like, oh, man, like we've only known each other for about a year or maybe two. But that's a dude I feel like I've known for 30 years because he'll say something. I'm like, I'm right the fuck there with you, man. Like he and I just bounce off each other. We have an incredible vocabulary for pop culture. We have a similar kind of humor style. And it's just so nice to connect with someone on that level. That's something that also has been missing for me professionally for a long time. Because that, that vibe is very rare. It's very hard to come by. Additionally, coming up soon, I'm going back on Molly Smith's podcast, Did That Age Well. And the last two times I went on, we talked about something that I loved. The first time we talked about Office Space, and the second time we talked about the movie Empire Records. And I said to her, I'm like, okay, this time I want to do something not only that I don't know well. Like, let's pick something that I'm unfamiliar with, preferably something I haven't even seen. And let's do something that's maybe a little bit problematic, something that's going to give us different styles of shit to talk about and we certainly chose that so i can't wait to bring that show to you actually i'm not bringing it anywhere i mean i'll share it across my networks but it's molly's show and molly holy god is one of the best nicest and most talented people out there who i don't know if you've ever seen her tiktok videos i think she shares them on instagram reels too but it's like Actors Who Went Method and What They Should Have Done Instead. Funny, funny video series. She is just an absolute delight. The fact that she asked me back makes me feel really good. I adore that. I'm out there. I'm doing the thing again. And I feel like I'm ready to engage in any number of forums. And here's the other thing. By virtue of doing that, by virtue of taking care of myself, by virtue of recognizing that I needed something that I wasn't getting, And by starting on this huge blog project, as soon as I I kind of conceptualized it, I go, there's no fucking way I can do this. Like literally, there's no fucking way I can write this much about like this subject. Here's the thing. I sit down and write and it flows out of me. It's like a goddamn river. It's beautiful. And I feel like I'm doing some of the strongest writing that I've done in my career. And I know I've already said that, but that's how I feel about it. As soon as I did that, as soon as I turned that faucet back on, all of my other work got better. Literally, I was doing better shit for my clients. I was coming to them with ideas. I was being proactive. I was feeling great about it. And so taking care of yourself, if you are a creative professional, is not easy. And trying to figure out like, which switches to hit, how to set up the Rube Goldberg device to make the shit flow more naturally, not the easiest thing in the world. But you just got to keep trying. I laid low for a while. I'm picking it back up. And I'm approaching 2024 with a high level of optimism, a high level of enthusiasm. And I've got great shit between now and the end of the year. And that feels really, really good. And I hope you do too, because here we are in November. And I've referred to the fall as harvest season. And my God, that is true this year, because I have... A shitload to do, and it just keeps coming. But here's the thing: I don't find it daunting. I'm not exhausted by it. I'm not like, oh, like, oh, all this bullshit to do, all this crap. Clients keep email. There's none of that. Literally, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's get this shit off my desk. Let's get it back to the clients. Let's have some fun with our work. God forbid. And so as 2024 approaches, I hope you are finding the same energy for yourself. I hope you are finding that for your work. I hope you're finding that for your family. I hope you're finding that in everything that you do, no matter what it is. Because that's a good place to be. And I feel like I've been missing it for a few months now. But now that we're out of it, I'm happy that I'm out of it. And I'm feeling good about it. So... This is a shorter one. We're going to leave it at that. But I'll tell you what. Wherever you are, take care of yourself. Take care of those around you. Nurture that which is inside you, your creativity, your passion, your joy. Find the things that, that allow those to flow freely. Feel, God, I do need to stop talking. I'm starting to lose my diction here and being erudite and speaking with proper enunciation, so on and so forth. The fuck am I talking about? Let's play the outro. The John of all trades podcast is a production of depth communications. Check out depth on the web. D E F T C O M dot U S. I am an experienced PR and communications professional. So if you need anything in that arena, happy to hook up with you. Also professional podcaster. This is one of nine shows of which I'm a part of still working on getting that tenth one going. We'll get there soon enough. I am confident that's going to be a really good one. And so stay tuned. On the socials, I am J O H pod across platforms. That's Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Pinterest, Instagram, Blue Sky, and Threads. Got to find that soft landing place for whenever Twitter decides it's not going to be a thing. Or they ask me for credit card info. That's going to be my soft landing spot. With that said, I am loving the garbage fire that Twitter is right now. It is enormous fun, and I'm on there probably way more than is healthy. Also, I've started to figure out Instagram stories, and so I'm having fun posting random shit in there. So if you like a bunch of random shit, that's what I'm up to. All right, our sponsor is 4Degrees, the number four, D-E-G-R-E dot E-S. And if you're doing online, whether it's campaigns, building a website, trying to find people in the social space or the greater web, 4Degrees, develop a strategy and deploy it beautifully, getting the people who need to see your message most that message. Number four, D-E-G-R-E dot E-S. I'm out of here. I probably won't be back next week. It may be the week after. I got some interviews lined up. Stay tuned to the social channels. I'll be announcing a ton of shit soon. So no matter where you are, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And until I hear you again, say goodnight, Gracie. That's good, Johnny.